everyone. Happy New Year. We made it to 2023. It's been a while since I have published content, but with big things happening in 2023, it is time for the rebuilding of Casey Van Etzen Sports Talk Podcast. I am your host, Casey Van Etzen. This episode consists of someone who I just met only a month ago, uh, but his passion and dedication to sports has shown interest in having him as my first guest for 2023. His name is Joseph Chapa. Joseph, thank you for your time to record this with me and being my first guest in 2023. Casey, Happy New Year, man. Glad we made it to 2023. It's been a challenging few years, but you know, God is good and we made it. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to chop it up with you. Now, can you give me, uh, give me and us more insight about yourself, your background, and what you do now as a sports professional? Yeah, man. So, uh, born and raised uh, here in the Rio Grande Valley, uh, the city of Edinburgh. Um, went uh, to Robert Bella High School, graduated in 2021. So that was, you know, fresh off of the major COVID year. Uh, had masks and online school, and you know, thank God we're out of that mess. Um, and I'm a student at uh, Abilene Christian University in Abilene, Texas, from the Valley, with stops included. Man, you're, you're looking like an eight, eight, and a, eight and a half hour drive. And it's a, it's a, it's a long one. Uh, but I'm a sophomore there. I'm majoring in journalism. Uh, have a double minor in business and coaching. Uh, and there, I'm a sports talent for ECU TV. It's our live production hub for all athletic events streaming live on ESPN Plus. Uh, and it's a student-ran broadcast, which is very, very cool on that huge level. And so I've been getting my experience there and been growing, and it's been a huge blessing. And, uh, I'm also a reporter for LakersNation.com, the number one independent news and rumor source uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and so I'm just continuing to gather experience. I know down here uh, I've been... And, well, it's been about a month now for the winter break uh, for my sophomore year. Uh, I've been helping out with UTRGV Athletics and their broadcast, color commentating with Jonah Goldberg um, here tonight, my last game with UTRGV against uh, Abilene Christian. It's, it's going to be my personal Super Bowl. Uh, I'll be sideline reporting, so I'll be the first ever sideline reporter for the broadcast. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited to do that. Uh, but that's just a little bit about me. Um, yeah. Now with your opportunities to broadcast on ESPN Plus, such a big platform now these days, what have been the best moments not only on the air but off the air? You know, on the air, I think I think the best moment is, you know, aside from the basketball or the football, is being able to humanize the stories and these athletes. Uh, for example, you know, we, we know athlete A is going to drop 20 or, you know, is all, all whack or all Southland or something along those lines. But, you know, let's talk about what they want to do post-basketball, if it is basketball. Let's talk about uh, maybe their faith, their background, their heritage. Uh, maybe they have a family member who's in the NBA. Things like that. I just love telling those stories and just being very evergreen in the broadcast. I love basketball, I love football, uh, I love the X's and O's, I love the stats, don't get me wrong, but 
just being able to humanize uh, the athletes and the teams and get different perspectives um, is my favorite part on the air. Uh, I think off the air, this kind of correlates with on the air as well. Um, this really happened a lot uh, my first year doing it, uh, my freshman year, spring semester. At Abilene Christian, we were still in the Teak Center, which is, um, you know, a make good temporary home before our newly renovated Woody Coliseum uh, got, you know, grand opening in the summer. And there were a lot of alumni, just people in the community who would go up to me and say, hey, you do a wonderful job, I love your voice, love your stories, you know, things along that nature. Um, you know, the reason why I love that is because you never know who's watching. Um, it could be an ACU TRTV game. It could be, uh, I mean, you know, Southern Utah game. It could be a, a Grand Canyon University game. Someone's always watching, and to be able to impact their lives through the lens of sports uh, is something I love and why I want to be in this business long term. You talk about those comments uh, from, uh, and working around uh, people like Jonah Goldberg and other people that have commented on your performance, he quoted uh, Jonah Goldberg, uh, the Senior Associate Athletic Director for Communications and Championships for UTRGV Athletics, quoted um, in a recent story that was published about you for a kid who's 20 years, o- 20 years old, jumping into an ESPN broadcast and performing how he has is incredibly impressive. From that comment to others around the area, how have you developed your mind on hearing those appreci- appreciation remarks? Man, I, I gotta tell you, and this is, you know, it, it could be a classic, uh, uh, you know, athlete answer, coach answer, but I truly mean this. Uh, yeah, I just gotta thank uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, without my faith and without uh, my relationship with Jesus, uh, I, I'm nothing. Uh, you know, uh, and going based off of that, I, I think. I look back at, at where I started, um, that wasn't really too long ago. Um, I, I never did journalism. I had no idea what really journalism was, to be honest with you. I just always loved sports. Uh, I played basketball all my life. Uh, you know, did Little League Baseball as well, ran tracks a few years. And, uh, you know, of course, wasn't wasn't uh, good enough to get a scholarship or anything. But I've always loved watching sports talk shows. I loved uh, whether it's debate TV really just ESPN or FS1 or NBC and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. And I love communication. I love uh, talking. I love being able to use uh, my gifts and passions in that. So uh, before I uh, decided to go over to college, uh, what I want to do with my life, I was like, well, I want to combine the two. I know I love sports. I know it's something I've been praying about, um, and I've been able to land there. Uh, so really those comments and, and you know, from, from Jonah, who uh, has been a great mentor to me, uh, who's really taught me a lot in the sports journalism world, uh, not really just broadcasting, but just sports media in general. Uh, Michael Rodriguez as well, Hutton um, Harris over at BCU, Zach Carla, the list goes on and on. Lance Merrill, uh, legendary director of CBS Sports. Um, you know, their comments and, and people in the community that I went to high school with uh, that taught me, that coached me. Uh, and even new people at Abilene, uh, it just makes me very grateful. Uh, I always like to, uh, before I go on the air, I always like to say, I get to do this. Uh, you know, this is this is amazing. Uh, this is uh, a, one of this, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. 
Now, I met you in a unique way. It was at the South Padre Island Classic at the convention center. You noticed my WNBA sweater came up to me and we had a conversation and that began uh, this relationship we have now as friends. Uh, it was the same uh, sweater Kobe Bryant wore on national TV. Um, may he rest in peace. Uh, can you talk about the WNBA and Kobe Bryant on a personal and professional level? Yeah, uh, I'll start with with, with Kobe Bryant. Um, for anyone that, that knows me personally, um, Kobe Bryant, I, I mean, I, I love him. Um, you know, basketball-wise, I think he's one of the best to ever do it. Um, if you get close to me enough, you'll, you'll start to hear that I think he is you know, I'd be the greatest to do it. But that might be another podcast for another time, my friend. Um, but I think his mama mentality and who he is, uh, it's a lifestyle. Um, obviously, uh, you know, when I was playing basketball, I tried to emulate the fadeaway and the pull-up jumper, and I was never, ever close to that. But I now I'm like, okay, the mama mentality, the work ethic, uh, uh, philanthropy, um, all those good qualities I feel like can apply to sports media or business or nonprofit work or uh, whatever it may be for uh, people's lives. And uh, he's one of my uh, best role models, uh, huge inspirations and motivations. And part of that is also uh, because he's a family man, uh, he loves, uh, or, you know, he loved the WNBA. Uh, Tiana Bryant, his uh, 13-year-old daughter, uh, was on her way, you know, to the WNBA. She was really that good. Like, it wasn't a, a thing for where, oh, Tiana Bryant's going to make the WNBA because she's Kobe's daughter. No, like, she was that good. Um, and then, of course, uh, Natalia Bryant plays ball, played volleyball in high school or, or college. I can't remember. Um, but his ability to give back to the WNBA, which is a very growing sport, um, you know, especially the New York Liberty Guard, Sabrina Unesco. Um, I think she got drafted in 2020 or 2019 or so. Uh, but the, for Kobe to mentor her and to coach her like he does uh, Kyrie Irving or Paul George or Anthony Davis, I mean, that is amazing. And I think the WNBA is something that people should invest in watching. Um, is it the same as the NBA? No, and it never will be, but that's the beauty of it. Like, it will never be the same as the NBA, just like the XFL will never be the same as the NFL or the USSFL, you know, leagues like that. Um, but I think it's such a beautiful game. Uh, I think you can hear and see really beautiful stories with the women at the WNBA and even the college women's basketball. It's been fun calling college women's basketball games for ECU and any character and other teams. Like at that South Padre Island Classic, I met you at KC. Um, and going forward, I just think the WNBA uh, will be appreciated a lot more, and I think it will be, and I think it has, uh, especially with all the media coverage. Uh, but I love watching it. Um, need to watch it more consistently. I will say, you need to hold me accountable to that, uh, especially after uh, our college seasons. But you know, just watching it and being able to dissect the X's and O's, and hey, this might be more physical than the men's game, or hey, this might be, you know, uh, this. They might be better jump shooters than the men are. So just evaluating from that end, I appreciate uh, Kobe Bryant and, and the WNBA and how he's been able to get back and be an advocate for women's sports. 
now back to broadcasting. People notice the on-air aspects, but can you mention the things people don't know about when it comes to preparing for those moments? Yeah, so uh, as of today, preparing for the ACU-UTRGB men's basketball game, here's the field house in Edinburgh. Um, I'll take you a little bit uh, inside of my prep. So really it starts um, a week before the game. Um, I just got uh, from Abilene, got back from Abilene, broadcasting a doubleheader. So I have all ACU fresh in my mind, uh, so I had to refresh uh, Vaquero basketball information. So really, uh, as a sideline reporter, or whether it's an analyst, um, you have to know, one, the team, coaches, uh, what's going on, the storylines, the conference, you know, everything around that. And then you just kind of boil it down, okay, uh, what's the opener going to be like? What's the major storyline? And I think for ACU UTRGB, it's two contrasting styles. ACU has been known to have one of the best defenses in the nation, has one of the best defenses in the Western Athletic Conference. UTRGB this year, and the numbers prove this as well, they are the second best scoring offense in the WAC. I think they're top 20 in the country. Pace of play, playmaking, I mean, it is incredible the half-court execution that UTRGB has been able to do this season. So with that, I say, okay, who's been contributing the most? And then I get into my sideline reports and say, well, Justin Johnson, he is super, super talented. Um, he's going to be one of my stories. Damian Daniels, the starting point guard for Adams Christian, also one of my stories. And I just kind of boil it down from there. But really, it's all about, uh, I could give you three points. I'd say, you know, teamwork. Um, kind of cheesy, but it goes a long way uh, because, especially when you're in the booth, uh, you have to know what your play-by-play guy is thinking. Uh, or even as a silent reporter, you have to know what your producer's thinking what graphics you have, uh, what camera angles are good, what replays you're going to go back to, so all that connection goes. Uh, the second thing, uh, I would say, is communication, talking to coaches and players, um, and maybe not asking them a bunch of questions, but talking to them enough to say, hey, these are the stakes of the game, this is how they're feeling, this is what they're thinking, heading into game time. And the third one, I say, is, is research, uh, and not only research stories and, and statistics and uh, I like to watch film of the X's and O's and, and, and that sort of stuff, but also the research and, okay, why should I talk louder on there? Or why should I uh, phrase this sentence this way or uh, get this camera angle or produce it this way? There's a lot of stuff that goes behind the scenes, uh, but it's a lot of fun. And I've learned throughout my, uh, well, I guess my second year. Uh, I haven't been doing it for a long time, but I've learned throughout my second year that enjoy the moment, enjoy the process. And the end result will be uh, so much Now, with all you have worked with when it comes to broadcast, journalism, and sports, uh, what are some of your favorite moments on either aspect? On and who have been some of the people that you have been following? Yeah, so I'm a huge Stephen A. Smith guy. Um, I tell that to everyone I talk to. Um, Stephen A. Smith, I've grown up with them, uh, watched them on first take uh, with Skip Bayless and then transitioned to Max Kellerman. And of course, now he does the Stephen A. versus everybody type of uh, roundtable show with first take. And of course, there's other work that he does. Uh, Mike Greenberg as well, um, Michael Wilbon, Daniel Lockie, Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, um, Reese Davis. You know, I think all those guys have in common is the grind and 
not only the grind to get there in that position, but the grind to uh, always strive to be correct and always strive to put people in positions uh, to succeed. Uh, one thing I love about Stephen A. and, and I. And I spoke with uh, an NBA on ESPN producer uh, several months ago, and we talked about Stephen A. Smith and how he operates. And what I love about Stephen A. Smith is that they're in a production meeting, and there could be uh, a new guy or girl just got hired, and they're all talking about what should we talk about the show, how should we phrase it, what should the show be like, and Stephen A. asks that person. And the person may just be the person to go get Starbucks or, you know, go get McDonald's. Stephen A. asked that person, hey, what do you think? Or, hey, how should we do this? Uh, I've also heard stories of him in the elevator being really funny and really nice. Uh, but he always puts, whether it's Molly Kirum, uh, the beautiful, wonderful host of First Take, or Mad Dog Russo, and the list goes on and on, in positions to succeed. So just following them, I love how they, again, going back to the humanization of sports and, and putting it into levels to where diehard fans like us can understand but also casual fans and maybe not even fans at all to understand the level of sports so I love I love admiring them man um, I think uh, it's a mistake for me to try and emulate them uh, because I never will be them and that's okay because like sports um, I think of the uh, Kobe Bryant quote or Alan Iverson quote is I'm never going to be the next Michael Jordan I'm going to be the next Now with the final question and closing this segment, what is some of what is some motivation and some advice for those interested in pursuing a career in uh, broadcast journalism in sports? Um, so I would say, you know, you just 
kind of go for it. That sounds so simple, but what's really helped me at, at ACU and, of course, UTRGV and uh, getting opportunities with Lakers Nation and, and just around my time these past two years, my uh, early career, is uh, just betting on myself and going for it. Um, I'm not afraid to, you know, if someone tells me no or if someone tells me to wait a little bit, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, I believe in God's timing and God's time for my life, but also I'm ready to say, hey, if you want to put me in front of the camera, all right, now I can go out and watch me work. And so um, I've been blessed to do that. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested in sports journalism, just go for it. Talk to the right people. Uh, never give up. And uh, just, just have faith that you can do it. For those listening, you can always catch Joseph Chapa on ESPN+, Plus, ACU TV or other platforms in the sports world. Thank you, Joseph, for your time this afternoon. And I really hope uh, with this opportunity and other opportunities you um, get to bigger and better places. Always remember you can catch me and other people on my podcast on Spotify at Casey Van Etten Sports Talk Podcast. Until next time, this is Casey Van Etten signing off.